Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Hello, Rush Nation, and welcome to the Five Yard Dynasty podcast. I am your host, as usual, Liam, or at the FSA Tweets on Twitter and today I am alone. I am going to be running solo for this podcast but that is no problem for you. All you have to do is listen and I'll take you through everything you need to know. Um, As the title suggests this is Championship Week Um, so we have a lot to cover. We'll dive right in but first I wanted to say something around um, Damar Hamlin as far as um, I'm sure a lot of people will have heard or seen or, or whatever the case may be, um, he unfortunately suffered a cardiac arrest on the field during the Monday night football game um, when he was trying to tackle T Higgins on a reception there. So um, they luckily were able to start his heart again on the field and he is in critical condition in hospital. So all thoughts and prayers are with um, him and his family. We wish him a speedy recovery. Um, but that game, the NFL has confirmed that it is not being played for week 17 or before the week 18 slate of games. 
um, and there's no further information on that. So um, I'll cover a fancy side a bit later on around that, but that's the most important thing is it, he seems to be okay at this point. Um, but let's dive right into the show because uh, there's no smooth transition for that whatsoever. So we'll just go straight into the highest scorers of the week. Um, start off at quarterback, we have Tom Brady, 37.7 points. Um, he was our quarterback one on the week. Then Daniel Jones, um, QB2, and Jared Stitton with a 26-point performance came in at QB3. Um Quite surprising there from Jarrett Sisson to, to actually be a QB3 on the week. Um, I don't think many had um, much hope for him to, to be any good. He might have been average, but he blew everyone's expectations out of the water. Does help when you've got the top wide receiver in the game um, in Devontae Adams on your team. But uh, he, he still had to get the ball there and he blew the socks off. Um, moving over to Daniel Jones, though, QB2 on the week. He ran for two touchdowns. He threw two more. Um, he only threw for 177 yards, which isn't a lot. He's not been throwing for a lot. He's thrown for a few 300-yard games, but 177 yards this week through the air. Um, I personally think that this secures him a starting role next year. I don't know whether it's for the Giants, though. I think the Giants have seen enough and want to move on. I think Daniel Jones has secured himself a two- to three-year deal, uh, maybe with an out in it at some point after two years. Um, I just think that what he's shown this year is enough growth for him to uh, move on. Um, to another team and be their starter. Moving over to running backs, we've got Austin Eckler, 32.1 points running back one this week. Um, and then Christian McCaffrey, 31.3 um, running back two. And then DeAndre Swift running back three there. So um, i start with DeAndre Swift as that was the last one we mentioned. I mean, Earlier in the season, you could quote me and uh, talking to a few people saying, is, is DeAndre Swift ever going to get back to the value of the offseason? I don't think so still. I don't think he's quite there, but this could be seen as a sell-high window for Swift. You could also sell high next week once he's had another big week um, because he's going against my Packers and we're awful against the run. One thing um, that... Could be seen from this is they still value him enough to give him the ball in these situations um but my reason for selling uh, previously in the season or trying to sell um as soon as he recoups that value is because of the injuries and we're never going to be able to predict injuries but he just doesn't stay healthy and we've seen guys like joe mixon all of a sudden become more healthy and yet with swift i just I like the player, I like the talent. I just think that he might be a bit of a sell-high candidate now. Um, if anyone is trying to buy, maybe a little bit lower cost than what they, they would have thought in the off-season. Um, it might be worth exploring an early first for him, see if you can get one of those rookies. Not sure whether you can, but it's, it's definitely worth having a look. Moving over to Austin Eckler, uh, the running back one on the week. Not sure 
what value you can get for him right now. But he's a 27-year-old running back, moving on to be 28 by the start of next season. He's not been given um, the workhorse role uh, immediately coming out of college. He was a UDFA, so there was a lot of trust that had to be built up. But he still had the workhorse role for two to three years now. I think it's three um so we just need to i think the dynasty community next year when he turns 28 is going to catch up with that it might be worth just trying to sell him for a first this year um mid is probably where i'd go i don't know whether you're getting that but it, it's kind of at that point now where he's getting old and the dynasty community have caught up with with that and he's correct value based on his production is never going to be what the actual value is on the market because of um his age even though he's producing at running back one running back two numbers um and that's running back one or two overall not just top 12 top 24 so definitely something to consider if you've got either of those two on your rosters wide receivers um i mean i'm sure you've heard um Mike Evans had a 48.7 point game. So he came in as wide receiver one, quite obviously. Nearly 50 points is insane. Then you've got Devontae Adams, who I've mentioned previously with Jared Stitton. Uh, nearly 35 points, wide receiver two. And then Brandon Ayuk at wide receiver three. Uh, we'll, we'll move straight back over to Mike Evans and we'll work our way down the list again. So... 207 yards, three touchdowns. It's making up for some poor performances since the buy in week 11, but he has really shown up for people in their fantasy teams. Um, I think it's quite difficult to beat um, Mike Evans owner when one player has put up equivalent of three to four. So he definitely won a few champion, a good few championships. You've got um, Devontae Adams, 157 yards, two touchdowns, huge game, and he made an incredible catch. Um, I know there's a lot of talk, a lot of speculation around whether it was actually a catch. Uh, the NFL ruled it a catch, so I'm going to call it one. Yes, you see the ball move a little, but you don't actually see it touch the ground, so there's no real reason you can call that, or you can call that an incompletion, because there's no video evidence there, but in real terms he probably did touch the ground but for your fantasy teams it counted so um it was a good five to six points i think it was um, about 40 50 yard reception there brandon Ayuk um also had um a monster game nine captures 101 yards one touchdown the thing i wanted to highlight with brandon Ayuk is when he booms, he really booms. He's had a wide receiver three, a wide receiver four game this season. It, overall, wide receiver three and four. He's also had incredibly bad games as well. He's been the wide receiver 74 at his lowest when he's played. He He's just really that boom-bust wide receiver, and I don't know whether I want that on my team. Um, So he's had 10 weeks outside of the top 24 wide receivers. Only four of those have been in. But going back to the boom bust thing, three of those four top 24 wide receiver weeks were top 12 performances. And then two of those three were actually wide receiver four, wide receiver three, as I said. So 
he is really up and down, but I think I'm moving to sell him a little bit more now that the price has probably gone up on him. About mid-first, maybe. I think mid-first is probably where I'm comfortable letting him go, and I'm probably thinking that a lot of people would be comfortable with a 106, 107 for him. Um, you might be able to get a little bit more, um, but I'm not. Personally, I think I'm ready to let go at 106-ish. So move over to the tight ends. Again, this is just PPR. I don't have tight end premium in here. I don't like it. It's not a fancy, no fancy stats or anything like that. So tight end premium, uh, normal tight end, sorry. Tight end one was Dalton Schultz with nearly 25 points. Trey McBride, um, tight end two, which is an interesting one because... I can imagine this is where owners start to get quite excited about the prospect uh, Trey McBride. But Ertz still has a 10 million, that's Zach Ertz, that is, still has a 10 million dead cap hit um, next year if they were to cut him. They only save about 2 million. You aren't replacing someone like Zach Ertz with that 2 million. So they probably aren't going to cut him. Post June, uh, post June 1st, were a release would then drop that to six million this year, but it would make it a four million hit next year. So I could the only way I can see Zach Ertz being moved on from this team would be a post June first cut. I still don't think that would be uh, the case. So I think it's possible, but it's improbable in that situation. Um, so I think Trey McBride is probably going to still have another year behind Ertz before um, that transition is made. If you can buy low in the offseason when that's that Ertz kind of situation has been resolved a little bit more and people come to the realization that Ertz will probably be there next year, and you can buy Train McBride on the cheap, ready for the 2024 season, that might be a move you could make. Um, but moving over to tight end three, that was Mark Andrews at 19 points there. Um, there's not much significant news, obviously. I mentioned at the top, uh, Damar Hamlin. So the one thing I wanted to go through on that fantasy purposes is because that came, game got cancelled, there's a lot of fan finals, a lot of um, important situations in fantasy world. Obviously, the Damar Hamlin situation is the most important thing here. But we also play fantasy and it is affecting fantasy. So as a commissioner, um, there's been a bit of communication around that in all of my leagues that I run. There's, the way that I'm handling this is this is mostly for the championship game. You can roll this out to other games that have importance. Like if you have a constellation bracket that is awarding a, a, an extra pick, so say an extra first, an extra second to the winner or whatever that situation may be, if there is another important matchup, you can offer this out to them. Personally, I'm just keeping it to the championship and those other important um, matchups. The rest of them, like just someone battling out for the 11th place or whatever, I'm not really concerned about. So in terms of commissioner, um, the way that I'm handling it as a commissioner would be, I'm giving the option of those two that are in the final whatever important matchup it may be to choose out of these three options as 
um, a, a combined duo. If they can agree, then you go with whichever option. If they can't agree, I'll explain about a bit later. So option one is apply the Bengals-Bills game to the current final score once the game has been played. The reason I put that in there is they may want that, whatever that. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Situation would have been in week 17 to finally play out if it does end up getting played that game does option two is apply the week 18 scores to the week seven or the week 18 scores for those that were unresolved so guys like joe burrow jamar chase t higgins josh allen etc you apply whatever score they get in week 18 to their week 17 matchups and then you use that score to determine the final winner um that's personally my least favorite but it's always good to give those options, especially if both agree on one of whichever one it is. And then the third and final option is the teams can share, uh, can agree to share the final, the, the championship, wh whatever that important situation is. If it is a situation where the consolation bracket or whatever wins an extra pick, you can offer offer an extra pick to both of the teams whatever that situation is you can always bend the rules a little bit for that i suppose um but where there's money involved in that it might be worth saying you both become the winner and therefore you share the first and second pot um first and second place pot overall again this is just suggestion you don't have to go with what i'm saying you can go with whatever solution you find fit um but i've found this is probably going to be the fairest way i've thought of and then the way that i'd re resolve this if the two don't the two parties don't settle or they don't agree um is you would be forced into option one which is where you apply the Bengals Bills game whenever it's played onto the week 17 scores. If that doesn't happen, then they immediately go to option three, which is where they share whatever the whatever the um whatever the, the winnings are, what you share, whatever the title is, whatever they've won, they, they both get equal part in that. So um that's just an update, I suppose. I don't really know how to bring this across and um, that's just a in, 
just to get, give you a little bit of a heads up and some food for thought, I suppose. Um, and for that, I would also recommend only leaving it to the two involved in the matchup, not the whole league, because it doesn't affect the whole league. It only affects those two that are in it. Again, consolation bracket where you get an extra pick may involve the whole league, but I still would only recommend those two and make sure the commissioner, i.e. yourself in most situations, is actually happy with that solution. Um, let's move on from that news. So the dynasty start market is next up. We've got the risers and the fallers. So but, uh, the risers, as usual, um, Najee Harris is one that I picked out immediately. He had a good game this week. <laughs> Good game. He had a brilliant game. Uh, he was a top 12 running back. He had 11, 111 yards rushing this uh, this week. He had 24 touches overall. He had that um, touchdown catch to win the game. He had a, he had a good week. Um, but the thing that I wanted to highlight is over the past four weeks, he has been the running back eight overall. And because that does dip into the week 14 buys, decided to bring in um, points for games. In points for game, he's running back 10 overall in that time frame. So he has started to be back up quite quietly. Um, I don't think many people, apart from this week, have really noticed that creep up. So uh, it's definitely something to uh, think about. It might be a little sneaky by low window before people start to think about it, but that's something to... Uh, consider and then my other riser is Tyler Algier now this is a guy that I was kind of middling with during the rookie draft um, I quite liked him where he was going but I didn't overall like the talent um, I didn't think that he was ever going to be much more than maybe a handcuff um, that, that it was kind of like a Tony Pollard without the explosion um, like Tony Pollard without knowing what this season held. So um, when you look at Tyler Algier, he was the he he was a um, a top twelve running back for the third week in a row. He was a running back seven overall over the past three weeks, running back eight when you bring in points per game um, in the same time frame. So over the past three weeks, so that's coming out of his bye week. The thing that I wanted to kind of highlight around Tyler Algier is that um, Cordero Patterson has an out after this year. Doesn't mean that the Falcons are going to take it. They only save about two mil. But it's something to consider because you could always bring in a rookie running back. Tyler Algier takes that step up and becomes the running back 1A or, or 1. Then your rookie running back is your running back 2 or 1B. And you end up getting that Tyler Algier getting some more touches um, to start the season. And then you can sell or you can even sell if they do move on from Patterson in the offseason before the rookie draft happens. If you think that Tyler Algier is going to have added competition. The other side to that is Tyler Algier is a fourth round pick. So does that mean that they're going to trust him enough? That's to be seen. Um, but I do think that Tyler Algier has been, again, a sneaky riser that not many people have seen. I mean, he had a brilliant game last week. He had a big game this week. 
but again just something to kind of think about if you are moving off some of the other guys maybe you could have these these guys thrown in as a not a throw in because they're they're worth more than that but maybe um added to the deal the faller i've chosen for this week is miles sanders without hurts he's been pretty poor i think that's quite obvious but i don't think people realize how poor he has been um he had 12 rushes for 61 yards this week that average isn't too bad but when you consider that he's not been a top 36 running back over any of the past three weeks the highest was running back 38 which was not this week just gone would have been week 16. um and then as he's coming up to free agency i don't think that he's going to be in a situation better than he's in now i think that he's going to be going into some sort of I'm trying to think of one, like a Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert situation where it's a proper 1A, 1B or a Aaron Jones, um, AJ Dillon situation. It's uh, quite an unknown for Miles Sanders and he's having a poor end to the season. That could obviously change going into the playoffs. Maybe in the playoffs he has a Cam Akers style end to the season and then booms and becomes a, 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 prem, a premier free agent, I suppose. I don't know but right now with how he is i think miles sanders is quietly losing value and i don't think people have clocked on quite enough to that right now then the last thing i've got for you listeners it is a shorter episode this week because i'm on my own and i'm flying through my show sheet um player of the week so i've chosen aj dylan um surprise surprise but the it's not necessarily this week that I wanted to speak about. He had 12 rushes for 41 yards. The average isn't brilliant. It's under four yards to carry. But he had a touchdown, which saved his week, got him up to about 10 points. He had one target, no receptions. So not a brilliant week, but not going to cost you a whole lot. He still scored about 10 PPR points. The thing that I wanted to bring up was over the past five weeks that he's or the five games that he's played so over the past six weeks he had a week 14 by he was a top 24 running back in each of those weeks he's scored six touchdowns in that span so he has had one uh, a week and that's not an average he has had at least one every week um, in that span but he's also been incredible down the stretch for for a lot of people trying to make the playoffs or getting into those fancy playoffs so he's someone that had had somewhat of a poor start or a poor middle um he's had some boom weeks and he's kind of dropped off a little bit but he's been good when he's got on the field um i'm not expecting him to be a top five running back i don't think that's his ceiling um any given week Yes, but over the season, no, I don't think that running back five is in his range of outcomes. I think that he can be that steady running back three flex option. Excuse me, that flex option that can also get into those um, incredible games once every so often. So AJ Dillon is my player of the week just for his historic matchup, uh, his historic scores rather than anything else. Before I drop off, there's one or a few things that I wanted to mention. So 
congratulations to anyone that has um, won a championship this week um, or still in limbo, but is basically guaranteed to win one, whatever that situation is. Um, but congratulations to everyone for making it through another season. This is where Dynasty really starts. It's the off season. There's a lot of rookie prep that a lot of people are going to be doing. So make sure you check that out on Twitter, Reddit, wherever you go for your in, your information on YouTube, whatever. Make sure you check every source available because everyone's going to have different evaluations. I'm going to have different evaluations to the next. It's always going to happen. So always do enough research to make your own opinion. But obviously, we're always here to help, try and help with that. Um, then there's plenty of things coming for the Five Yard Dynasty offseason. Um, I'm going to be having many guests on. It's not going to be me solo every week. I will be having a guest on um, from now on as Five Yard Dynasty does during the offseason, every offseason. Um, I'll be doing an end of season review over the next few weeks. So make sure you stay tuned for that over the next few weeks. And until next time, guys, stay safe and we'll see you then. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PREP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PREP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.